the Sabbath. What is the Sabbath day? How long has it been around? Was it before or after Mount Sinai? These questions will be answered, my friends. So stay tuned. Don't forget your Bibles and a pen and paper because you're going to have to take some really good notes. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. Welcome. We're going to go ahead and start our our, uh, lesson with prayer. Father in heaven, we ask you to open up our hearts and our minds, Father. Fill us with your Holy Spirit and give us spiritual discernment, Lord. And may the words that I speak here not be the opinions of man, but but your words, Father, as they flow. I ask you, God, to send your Holy Spirit and touch the hearts of those, Father. For any of us who have doubt, may this open our eyes to truth. Thank you so much for everything you've done for us, Lord. This we pray in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the study that I'm about to give you is very, very controversial to some people because it talks about the day of worship. Now, we all have different beliefs. So, I don't want to offend anyone. I'm just going to tell you what I know. You can take this word that I give you and do what you want with it. But I'll tell you, I'm going to use the Bible and only the Bible will give you the truth. And we all agree that the Bible is God's word, right? All right, well, let's continue then. Now, did you know that there's a very important day that almost everyone has forgotten? It's amazing because only a few people are aware of it. Because it's one of the most significant days, my friends, in all of human history. I mean, it's not only a day in the past, but but the present and the future. So what happened on this neglected day can have a a great and profound effect, my friends, on your life. So we're going to go in and move into this now. Now, you and I know that Jesus is always our example, right? And that the focus of all prophecy, my friends, is Jesus. So... That being said, we know that Jesus is our example. So on what day did Jesus customarily worship? So Jesus came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read Luke 4, 16. We read here, my friends, that Jesus' custom was to worship on the Sabbath. Remember, no, Jesus was obedient to his father. And Jesus, my friends, wrote with his finger the commandments of God. So which day of history has been lost? The seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God, Exodus 20, verse 10. Now when the Sabbath was passed very early in the morning on the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen, Mark 16, verse 1 and 2. Now there's a little detective work here that's required now. Let me tell you why. See, many people believe that the Sabbath is the first day of the week, Sunday. But my friends, this text shows that the Sabbath is a day that comes just before the first day of the week. According to Scripture, the Sabbath is the seventh day of the week, which is Saturday. Well, who made the Sabbath? And when? This is what the Bible says, my friends. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Genesis chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. God made the Sabbath at the time of creation, at the very beginning, when he made the world. Now he rested on the Sabbath, and he blessed it and sanctified it, my friends. He set it apart for a holy use. 
So what does God say about Sabbath keeping in the Ten Commandments? And think about this now. He wrote this. He wrote the Ten Commandments with his own finger. This is what God says. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11. Then the Lord delivered to me two tablets of stone written with the finger of God. Just so we read there, my friends, in the fourth commandment of the ten, God commands us to observe the seventh-day Sabbath as His holy day. Unfortunately, a lot of us have forgotten this is the only commandment, my friends, that begins with the word remember. He has never commanded anyone anywhere to keep any other day as a weekly holy day, my friends. Some people say, well, having the commandments, didn't they change? Jesus says this, he says, And it is easier for heaven and earth to pass away than for one tittle or one law to fail. Luke sixteen seventeen. God says, my covenant I will not break nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Psalms 89 verse 34. Now if you notice the Ten Commandments came from his lips. Exodus 21, 20 verse 1 says this. And God spoke all these words saying. So no indeed my friends. It is impossible. I'm telling you right now. It is impossible for any of God's moral law ever, ever to change. All the Ten Commandments, my friends, every single one of them, are binding today. Now, the apostles even kept the Sabbath. You can read all of it in the book of Acts, my friends. Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbath reasoned with them from the Scripture. Acts 17, verse 2. Acts 13, verse 13 and 14 says, Paul and his party went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. Acts 16, 13 says, And on the Sabbath day we went out of the city to the riverside, where prayer was customarily made, and we sat down and spoke to the women who met there. Acts 18.4 says, And he, Paul, reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded both Jews and Greeks. The book of Acts makes it clear, my friends, that Paul and the early church kept the Sabbath. Now, did the Gentiles also worship on Sabbath? Well, yeah, God commanded it. He Blessed is the man who keeps from de- defiling the Sabbath, also the sons of the foreigner who join themselves to the Lord. Everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and holds fast my covenant, even them I will bring to my holy mountains and make them joyful in my house of prayer. For my house shall be called the house of prayer for all nations. Isaiah chapter 56 verses 2, 6, and 7. And the apostles, my friends, they taught it. So when the Jews went out of the synagogue, the Gentiles begged that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. On the next Sabbath, almost the whole city came together to hear the word of God. Acts chapter 13, verses 42 and 44. And he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded both Jews and Greeks. Acts 18, verse 4. The apostles, my friends, in the early church not only obeyed God's Sabbath command, but guess what? They taught the converted Gentiles to worship on the Sabbath. Never, my friends, never once do they refer to Sunday as a holy day. But then you people might say this. People say, but wasn't wasn't the Sabbath changed to Sunday at Christ's death or resurrection? No, 
No, there is not one hint that the Sabbath was changed at Christ's resurrection or death. The Bible teaches the opposite, my friends. Listen to these verses right here. God bless the Sabbath. God bless the Sabbath. The Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Exodus 20, verse 11. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Genesis 2, verse 3. You see, Jesus expected his people to be still keeping the Sabbath in AD 70 when, when Jerusalem was destroyed. Now, why? Well, knowing full well that Jerusalem would be destroyed by Rome in AD 70, Jesus warned his followers on that, saying this, And pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. You see, by this prophecy, my friends, Jesus made it clear that, that he intended for the Sabbath to be kept 40 years even after his resurrection. I mean, there is no imitation, animation anywhere, my friends, in the scripture that Jesus said that his father or the apostles ever did change the holy seventh-day Sabbath to the other day. He never, never is there any intimation of that. Think about this. The women who came to know Jesus' dead body, they kept the Sabbath. And they loved them with all their hearts, but what? They still kept the Sabbath. They prepared the spices and the ointments to anoint his body. Then they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment. Luke 23, verse 56. Only, only when the Sabbath was passed did the woman come on the first day of the week to continue their sad work, my friends, of anointing the body of Jesus. They found that Jesus rose early on the first day of the week now commonly called Easter Sunday, but please note this, my friends, the Sabbath, according to the commandment, was the day preceding Easter Sunday, which we now call Saturday. Now Luke, the author of Acts, he doesn't refer to any changes to the day of the worship. Not one. There is not one biblical record of a change. In the book of Acts, Luke says that he wrote his gospel about all of Jesus' teachings, but he never, ever, ever wrote about Sunday keeping or, or a change of the Sabbath. An amazing thing there, my friends, is this. The amazing thing is that some people say that the Sabbath will be kept in God's new earth. And this is correct. Isaiah 66, verse 22 and 23 says this, For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, says the Lord, so shall your descendants and your name remain. And it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another, and from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before me, says the Lord. So guess what? The Bible says that the saved people of all ages are going to keep the Sabbath in heaven and in the new earth. You've also heard this, though, and I, and I see it too. People say that, isn't Sunday the Lord's day? Excuse me. <clears throat> Matthew 12, 8 says, For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Isaiah 58, 13 says, Call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord. The Bible here speaks of the Lord's day, my friends, in Revelation 1, 10. So the Lord's day does have a special day. But no verse of Scripture refers to Sunday, my friends, as the Lord's day. The Bible plainly identifies Sabbath, guess what, as the Lord's day. The only day ever blessed by God or claimed by Him as His holy day is the seventh-day Sabbath. There are people that say, yeah, well, shouldn't I keep Sunday as a, as an honor of Jesus' resurrection? Romans 6, verses 3 and 6 says this. 
Do you not know that as many of us were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, certainly we also shall be in likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. This is Romans chapter 6, verses 3 to 6. So should I keep the Sunday in honor of Jesus' resurrection? No, no more than you would keep Friday in honor of the crucifixion. Jesus gave us the ordinance of baptism, my friends, in honor of his death, in honor of his death, his burial, and his resurrection. The Bible never, ever, ever suggests Sunday keeping in honor of his resurrection. We honor Jesus by obeying him, not by, substitu- not by this substituting this man-made requirement in the place of his. Well, if Sunday keeping isn't in the Bible, then whose idea was it anyway? Well, this is what the Bible says. He shall intend to change times and law. Daniel 7, verse 25. Thus, you have made the commandments of God of no effect by your tradition. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. Matthew 15, verse 6 and 9. Her priests have violated my laws. Her prophets plastered them with untempered mortar, saying, Thus saith the Lord God when the Lord had not spoken. Ezekiel 22, verse 26 and 28. In the early centuries, there was so much hatred against the Jews that these misguided men suggested that God's holy day of worship would be changed from Sunday, from Saturday to Sunday. And guess what? God predicted it, my friends. He predicted that it was going to happen, and it did. And this error, it was passed on to unsuspecting generations as a gospel fact. You see, Sunday keeping is a tradition, and it's a, it's a tradition of uninspired men. And guess what? It breaks God's law. It breaks God's law, which commands Sabbath keeping. Only God, only God, my friends, can make a day holy. Think about this. God blesses the Sabbath. And when God blesses this, my friends, no man can reverse or take away this blessing. Numbers 23, 20. Now, but isn't it very dangerous to tamper with God's law? <laughs> yeah, it is. You shall not add to the word which I command you, nor take from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord of your God which I command you. Deuteronomy 4.2 Every word of God is pure. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you, and you be found a liar. Proverbs 30, verses 5 and 6 God has specifically and positively forbidden men to change his law by by deletions or or additions or even subtle changes. It's dangerous, my friends. If you tamper with God's holy law in any way, it's dangerous. You should be afraid. You don't tamper with God's law, my friends. So why did he make the Sabbath anyway? For one thing, it's a sign of creation. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, for in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Not only that, but it's also a sign of redemption and sanctification. The Bible says, Moreover, I also gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between them and me, that they might know that I am the Lord who sanctifies them. Ezekiel 20, verse 12. 
God gave us the Sabbath as, as a twofold sign. It's a sign that he created us as a sign that he created the world in six literal 24-hour days. And it's also a sign of God's mighty power to, to redeem us to, and to sanctify men. I mean, every Christian will love the Sabbath. I'm telling you, it's God's precious sign of creation and redemption. It is, it is a great, great insult or a slap in the face to God for people to trample upon his Sabbath. God says all who will be blessed must first get their feet off of his Sabbath. Isaiah 58, verse 13 and 14. So how important is this, my friends, to keep it? Well, the Bible says sin is lawlessness, 1 John 3, 4. The wages of sin is death, Romans 6, 23. Whoever shall keep the whole law and yet stumble at any one point, he is guilty of all, James 2, 10. Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, 1 Peter 2, 21. He became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Well, it's a matter of life. It's a matter of death, my friends. It's a matter of life and death. Sabbath keeping is enjoined with in the fourth commandment of God's law. Yeah, if you're deliberately breaking any of the Ten Commandments, it's a sin. It's a transgression of the law. It's sin. And as Christians, we should be gladly following the example of Jesus, my friends. And he was a Sabbath keeping person. Our God is is God, my friends. Follow his example. Our only safety is to diligently, my friends, study the Bible. How? Well, we need to rightly divide the word of truth. We must have a, a, a positive scripture support for every Christian practice we follow, my friends. In other words, if it's not in the Bible, we don't do it. If it's in the Bible, we do do it. We follow what God says because it's in the word. Now, how does God feel about religious leaders who, who ignore the Sabbath? Her priests have violated my law and profaned my holy things. They have not distinguished between the holy and unholy, and they have hidden their eyes from my Sabbath so that I have profaned among them. Therefore, therefore I have poured out my indignation on them. You know, there are religious leaders who, who keep a false Sabbath in, in ignorance. But those, my friends, who deliberately do so, they're offending God. Now, in hiding their eyes from, from God's true Sabbath, religious leaders have, have caused others, my friends, to profane it. I mean, millions of my friends have been misled on this matter. A lot. And God can't treat it lightly. Think about it. Jesus condemned the Pharisees for, for pretending to love God while making uh, void one of the Ten Commandments by their, by their tradition. You can read that in Mark 7, verse 7 to 13. Now, how does Sabbath keeping affect me? Does it really affect me personally? Well, John chapter 14, verse 15 says, If you love me, keep some of my commandments. Keep a little bit of my commandments. No. No, it says, keep my commandments. John 14, 15. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. James 4, 17. Blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. Revelation 22, verse 14. Yes, my friends, Sabbath, it does affect you. The Sabbath is your Sabbath. Think about this. God, he made it for you. And if you love him, 
guess what? You'll keep it. It's a commandment. Because it's one of his commandments. My friends, love without commandment keeping is no love at all. First John 2, 4. If you want to read that. You need to make a decision. And you can't avoid it. No one can excuse you. You, you, my friends, will answer before God on the most important matter. God asks you to love and obey Him. And my friends, that's something we should do now. We should love and obey Him now. And think about this. Keeping the Sabbath is the best decision that you can possibly make. You know why? Because on that day, you could cease from any of your regular activities like work, like shopping, and spending time with the Creator of the universe, my friends. Worshiping God, my friends, with other believers. Visiting the sick. Spending time with your family. Walking in nature or, or reading spiritual spiritual books, uplifting materials. And these are all good ways to keep the Sabbath holy. I mean, think about after the stress of these six work days. My goodness, we need those days. That's why God has given you the gift of the Sabbath to feed your soul. My friends, you need to trust that he knows what's best for you. My friends, we'll be right back. Friends, welcome back. Thank you for participating or, or listening to this uh, podcast. I thank you for your support. And I hope that I didn't make any enemies because I just had to preach and teach what was in the Bible. Until next time, our next one is going to be very exciting. It's going to be about the second coming. So my friends, let us end with prayer. Father in heaven, thank you so much that we're able to come before you, study your word, God, and learn the truth about Sabbath. Forgive us, Lord, for our sins, Lord, and, and be with those families who have lost those loved ones in Uvalde, Texas. Be with them, Father. Put your arm and embrace around them, Father. This we ask your Son, Jesus' name. Amen. Until next time, my friends, may the Lord hold you in His hand. May the Lord richly embrace you. May His holy angels protect you. And may the Lord richly bless you. Until next time, this is Robert from our time with God and His Word. Until next time, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Thank you.